This is an avocado, and this is a podcast that makes this an avocado podcast. You are now listening to The Young God, a podcast for the gods. First, breathe. Take several deep breaths and witness the power of your body to keep you alive in this moment. In through the nose, out through the mouth. In through the nose, hold it, hold it, out through the mouth. Hello and welcome to The Young Good. I'm Rodney and I am a God. That is an affirmation. It's not something I say to make myself feel good. It's also not the same as saying I am God. Just so we're clear, just in case you're listening in for the first time and you're taken aback by the audacity of of this young man. To the average person, that might sound like a boastful, braggadocious statement, but to me, they are powerful words of affirmation. They are words that embody everything that I am and aspire to be. Words of affirmation are powerful like that. They are any spoken or written words that confirm, support, uplift, and empower you or another person. They keep us pointed in the direction we want to go. A couple of weeks ago, I joined that viral app, Clubhouse, and I met this lovely young lady, Christiana. That's her actual name, by the way, not an alias. Shout out to you, Chrissy. If you're listening, you are a real one. So she and I somehow found ourselves in a closed room on the app and we got to talking about words of affirmation. It occurred to us that a lot of the stuff people affirm themselves with is really wishy-washy. They are vague, cliche, and not practical enough to really mean something. Words like, I welcome new energy into my life, or I am ready for a big change to happen in my life, or I am enough. No, you're not. No, you're not. There's a difference between words of affirmation and just lies, but I'm not here to judge your choices and affirmations. I'm just here to, you know, give you guys something else to triumph for size, so to speak. Okay? So Christiana and I both agreed that for words of affirmation to work, you can't just take random beautiful words off the internet or a book. They have to mean something specific to life as you live it. I know, I know. The affirmations on Pinterest sound so beautiful and the words are so sophisticated. Yet, those are not your words. They are not your truth. The best place to find affirmations is within. So Christiana and I did this thing where we exchanged words of affirmations with each other. The words of affirmation that were personal to us. And it's something I've never done. I tend to keep mine to myself because they're so, like mine are so peculiar. But she absolutely, vibe with them so I thought 
Why not share them on an episode of the podcast? Because I know how hard it is to come up with the words of affirmation that makes sense, that actually means something. So in this episode, I'm going to share my top six words of affirmation to give you an idea of where my head is at and what I mean. And I do this also in hope that maybe you might find something in my examples that you can actually connect with and incorporate into your life, you know, live up to. But first, a message from my amazing sponsors. This episode is sponsored by the Clubhouse Abuja. That's it. That's the message. Now enjoy the show. My first affirmation is made up of three simple words. Work, love, and knowledge. Work, love, and knowledge. Three things that are very important to me. With work, it's either I'm working on myself or working on some goal. Could be my businesses, could be my book, could be my podcast, could be photography. The work don't stop because the things you create end up creating you. That's that work, if you get my drift. Either way, the work never stops. Get used to it. You work until you die. I know it sounds dark to say, but if you're doing something meaningful to you, it would be the most fulfilling death. There's no reality where you ever stop working, so you better find meaningful work. Work that pays and gives you life. With love, it's all about doing things out of love as opposed to out of fear. I want my decisions to reflect my hopes and not my fears. I want to show love in all situations and to all people. I want to love the work I do. I want to love who I'm with. I want to love myself. Love is what makes that work I just spoke about bearable. Work and life without love is just, it's just suffering. God forbid, oh my goodness. As for knowledge, I'm all about that continuous learning and unlearning that keeps the mind fresh, flexible, and young. The more you know, the more you can be, the more you can do, and the more places you'll go. So that's work, love, and knowledge. As long as you have all three, as long as you're working, loving, and learning, life will always make sense. Are you with me? Hope so. The second affirmation is, All my flaws will be perfected. All my flaws will be perfected. At first, this doesn't make any sense, right? Like, how does one perfect their flaws? Aren't flaws supposed to be eradicated? You know what? I thought so too. I was about that life of fixing everything, but I realized that not only is that not possible, but that I need my flaws. We all do. They make us human. Our flaws humble us. They remind us to be compassionate. Perfecting my flaws isn't about getting rid of them. It's about utilizing them in the most productive way. It's, it sounds counterintuitive, right? Like using your flaws to be better. But there's some sense in there if you think about it and if I can explain it to the best of my ability. So imagine, imagine your flaws are dragons, right? Some dragons can't be slain. Some you must tame. Learn to ride them and use them to your advantage. This means I can't change some things about me, but I will not let them define me or limit me. I will use them to my my advantage to get things that I want 
or to access other parts of me that may have been locked away without them. For example, envy. Oh, this is a good example. Envy. Feelings like, like envy are often seen as things that should be repressed or denied. But I've come to see envy as something that is normal and necessary. It can't be undone. Like There's no scenario in life where you can just totally undo envy from your mind. But it can be managed. So whenever I feel envious, I remind myself of my own pace, my own path, and to celebrate the person that I'm envying. I don't let it poison my mind. I also learn to be understanding of the envy someone might have of me. You know, less judging, more compassionate. That's a perfected flaw. OCD is another example, right? It's something that, you know, it might limit you if you don't have control of it, but if you get it under control, OCD can be a very nice, um, like effective thing in your life. Trust, and I'm sure that some of you that know what that's like when you use OCD to your advantage. So there are things you can't change, but you can control and use to make your life better. If you can do that, you're God. The third affirmation is my heart to God, my hands to work. Let me say that one more time for the for the people in the back. My heart to God, my hands to work. This is really personal for me. And it goes back to the first affirmation, work, love, and knowledge. They're related somewhat, but they have different meanings. You see, unlike most people, I don't see God as a literal supreme being that exists somewhere out there, observing me and working miracles. You know, God, based on my understanding of life, things, and the New Testament, represents the highest good the highest values, a creative force, an elevated mind state, the best version of yourself. And when I say I am a God, I'm tapping into that idea, that concept. The kingdom of God, as Jesus describes it, is that state of mind, a way of seeing the world where you see good, do good, and attract good things, even in the darkest moments. So when I say my heart to God, I mean that I keep my heart on this ideal, of being the best version of myself at all times. And my hands to work means I do the work, the little practical things that will get me there, that will allow me manifest and finesse this, this, um, this vision I have of myself and of my life. It's really poetic, isn't it? It's fucking affirming. And Christiana really vibed with this one in particular. Let's take a break. I am so sorry to have to interrupt your listening experience, but are you hungry? Is all this mental stimulation making you crave something light or heavy? I just wanted to remind you that this episode is sponsored by the Clubhouse Abuja. Not the app, the restaurant in Abuja, Nigeria. Check them out on IG at the Clubhouse Abuja to get a sense of the madness that is coming out of their kitchen. Their menu will change your life. How's that for an affirmation? They also have a gym and a pool just in case you need to burn those calories. That's Clubhouse Abuja on Instagram. Thank me later. Thank me later. The fourth affirmation is 
In the world, but not of it. In the world, but not of it. This is from a Bible verse, and it's just a reminder that the things that bother the average person don't bother me, or shouldn't bother me. The petty things that hold the average person back shouldn't affect me. I operate on a different rhythm. I am a God among men out here. This is so important to me because I find myself asking myself in certain situations, what would the average person do? And then I don't do that thing. It's that simple. What would the average person say or do? How would they respond? And then I do the opposite. What this also means to me is that I have the independence of mind to be around people and not be like them or be susceptible to their influence. You know, no, no feelings of peer pressure or, or um, you know, jealousy or what's the word? You know, all these emotions that tie you to things that other people are worried about. I don't know if I make sense. This is such a, it's, like you have to be in this mood to really understand it but I'm doing my best to explain it. In a nutshell, it's just about being above certain things, holding myself to certain standards and focusing on more important pursuits. And I think that's, that's, that's noble as hell. The fifth affirmation is bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. When you bet on yourself, you're choosing yourself. You're believing in your ability and your intentions. Betting on yourself is infinitely more likely to reap rewards than buying a lottery ticket or betting on a sports event. Those things are out of your control and more infinitely out of your reach. But when you bet on yourself, the odds are 100 times more in your favor. It's the best investment you will ever make. There is this belief that you have everything you need and it will work out for you eventually. That's betting on yourself. It's supreme confidence and you can't do many important things in this life without confidence. You have to be bold and put yourself out there and see what happens. It's about showing up regardless of the outcome. The sixth affirmation is, boys will not be boys. Boys will be men and men will be gods. Boys will be not... <laughs> boys will not be boys. Boys will be men, and men will be gods. Yeah. I know, it's a mouthful, isn't it? You know how women have been complaining recently about the whole boys will be boys phrase and, you know, how it takes responsibility away from boys and, you know, enables their bad behavior and what other... Um, yeah, you know what that's about. That's what inspired this affirmation. This is something I tell myself to remind myself to put away childish things, to take things seriously, to take myself seriously, to not be like these average niggas. Again, to hold myself to the highest standard. I was a boy. I am now a man. And I will be a god. The best version of myself. If you're a woman, feel free to switch up the gender. No more excuses for your shortcomings, people. Fix them or fall off. And there you have it. Six solid affirmations that make sense. At least I think so. 
Another affirmation actually that deserves an honorable mention is, I can do all things. That's also based on a Bible verse, and it's pretty self-explanatory, and it's in the same vein as bet on yourself. You get. So these affirmations I've mentioned, they, they, they capture my current life, and they give me vim, they give me energy, they fit like a glove, and I can visualize what my life would look like if I manifest and finesse these words. I might even tattoo some of them on my arms and torso someday. That's how serious I am about them. Speaking of, what affirmation stood out to you? I'm curious. What's your fave? I would really like to know. Feel free to slide in my DMs. I'm happy to engage and get your feedback on whatever. I'm on IG at The Young God Pod and Twitter at I Am The Young God. If this is your first time listening to my podcast and you were wondering why the podcast is titled what it is, or what I'm about, this is your answer. It's a very intentional title and every episode, every guest, every word uttered ties back to the central idea of being the best version of yourself and what that looks like. This is my story, my gift, my contribution, and I hope you find it enlightening and enriching. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you can receive reminders and notifications on new episodes because what's coming up next in the month of February, we're focusing on relationships and that male and female dynamic and just sharing my thoughts and views on what that is about. You don't want to miss that. I'm in the spirit this year, guys, you know, um, and I want you to come on this journey with me. Also bring your friends and fam along, share with them, share with your network. Someone out there needs to hear what I share. I also encourage you to donate. Uh, there's a link in the description of this episode that uh, will lead you to the nation page. I would appreciate it um, if you're feeling generous, if you're feeling inspired. Uh, why not, you know? And finally, this episode is your reminder to go out there and be a god. A god unto yourself. Okay? It starts with you and I, people. It starts with you and I. Affirm this shit. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Be a force for good in this place that makes it so hard. So damn hard to be good. And I will see you in the next episode. This is The Young God.